0: We are gonna hit you with the bars real quick, Hey Quarantine life, but my flow still sick. If I had a mate, I'd have a mega lemonade, and I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid. Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain, kinda like Wayne. First name Bruce. Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, déjà vu. Bring in the wine, yeah. Bring in the Zan. Pump up my songs, yeah. Let's do a dance. You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans. You the only girl I let a for only fans. Driving. Yo, yo, yo. Um, I'm back with another guest. Um, Today we're doing an episode with Brain Damage. That's spelled um, B-R-A-N-E, Damage. D-A-M-A-G-E. Never met him. And my cat is making noise as usual. It's just a reoccurring thing on this episode. I don't know what he needs. He's got his food. He's just I'm, we're just going to ignore him. There's no animal abuse going on here. Um he's just acting up because I'm talking. That's what it is. So we're going to give him a call. And we're just going to act like Benny is a good boy. All right. Let's see. Shut up. I hope this works. I hope this is Yo, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on the show.
1: All good. Thanks for
0: having me. Um, hold on, I'm gonna set my phone um up here real quick. <laughs> give me, give me a test. Give me a test. Uh, one, two, or something.
1: Testing, testing, one, two.
0: Oh, beautiful. All right, cool. We're good. All right, man. We're live, and well, by by live I mean I'm recording, and it'll go up. And if you accidentally slip up and Maybe you talk shit about a comic you don't like or something, and you want to avoid drama. I can definitely edit that out for you. Nothing, well, I guess it can be used against you if, I don't know. How are you doing, man? Nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you as well. No worries. I don't have any beef with any comedians or anything like that, so hopefully there will be no editing here. Or
0: at least not any editing that I hope you like yeah can you please take that out yeah 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 I got yeah, it yeah. just make sure you write the, the time stamp because I'm, I'm not doing that and um, <laughs> we'll get it in um, so I'll start with the standard questions um, how how long have you been doing comedy for
1: um, so I've been doing comedy for about a little over a year I think I started August of last year so what is that oh shit now we're in November
0: August of last that's year. It's uh, so like a, yeah, year and so some a year and like a quarter. A, huh? Yeah. Like a year and two months. So okay.
1: I, I, I don't know how this works because so the first time I ever did comedy, I went to the Alameda comedy club and did their open mic.
2: Yeah, and it was like it.
1: December of 2021. And then I never went wow. and did it again until August of 2022.
0: What made, so you, like, yeah, what made you never want to yeah, do
1: I it again? For uh I just was like I kind of was um, being, I guess, lazy, scared. Still, uh, that uh, I remember that uh, it was like that o- Omicron or something like. Do you remember when COVID had like Omicron, some shit like that virus or the uh, yeah. strain or some shit? And it was yeah. like, and I got scared, and I was like, I ain't going back out. And I- I'm not a i I'm from Hawaii, so I'm, I-, I like warmth, and so like when it's cold, I'm like not nah, really trying to be outside, anyways. But it just I didn't end up going back and try open mics and then actually going out and like doing comedy until August. So I'm like, yeah, I have a a little over a year experience, but technically the first time I ever did it was a different date than I'm putting as like my comedy anniversary. I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, I get you. Um, well, how did your first set go? Did you feel like it went well or not well? Because I feel like if if you got scared to go again or something, maybe it possibly didn't go so well.
1: It was it was actually cool. It was, the the cool thing about it was that uh, my daughter who I just literally was on the phone with when he called, um, she lives in she lives in Denver, Colorado, and she actually came to visit for like two weeks at that time, and so. It just so happened to work out randomly that um, she landed like two days before that thing. So my daughter and my wife went. And I mean, you know, I didn't get hysterical last, but it wasn't like I just bombed the whole time, but it just was more of like, okay, I got that out of my way. It's a bucket list thing. I wasn't really kind of going. And honestly, I didn't even do jokes. I didn't do a set. I just went up there and told the story of my first fight. I got through a couple punchlines in there had a little um you know threw it on a little thicker try to make something a little more funny than it really was in real life but I pretty much just you know total life experience and then um but from that I like I still had a lot of anxiety about like going and and like walking into an open mic and not knowing anybody and trying to figure out where who I gotta find to sign up and then I how does the sign up work and then like And again, I didn't really have any jokes. I just only had that, that story. And then, uh, when I started trying it again, I just, yeah, I kind of basically just do really tell stories about my life, but try to turn them into something more funny. Right.
0: Right. Well, now that, now that it's been like a year and some change, do you feel like you aren't as nervous as, as often?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I still feel the nerves and the jitters like right before you go up like everybody, you know
0: uh, well maybe not everybody but most people are gonna you know, like let that. me ask you this I, I, what what's um what's something in regular life that you think other people can relate to that um gives the same feeling of anxiety that doing like an open mic or doing stand-up comedy like what's the equivalent of that for you at least in your life,
1: yeah, I, 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 I would have to think on that for a minute. I guess uh, a lot of times, like uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I want to say, like, if you're ever like at work and then you know your boss is gonna come in, like we're gonna we're gonna channel you today and supervise you, and you're like, oh, these people are watching. And, like, I do this naturally. I have no problem. Like, I, I know I can do my job, but then like when they're watching that's when stuff goes wrong and kind of stuff like that I guess i would kind of related to that but even though it's a completely different uh, environment I, or maybe if you gotta go up in public speech type right. of thing but even that's like something that not everybody has to go through in life right
2: um
0: yeah but I feel like it's more common to do uh, public speaking and in school and stuff like that like maybe you could get lucky and work around it, just like some people work around never doing fucking chemistry in their life, but, like, um, I think, I mean, like, stand-up comedy seems like more of a voluntary thing. Like, I can't imagine it was like, right. well, you're gonna have to do this, and it's, unless you're taking, like, a stand-up fucking class or something, but, um...
1: How about, how about what, what if I yeah. ask you the same question, and then from your analogy, I'm gonna try to get a thought process from it and see... You know, okay,
0: I was so thinking... I don't know I just came up with this right now like I was thinking I think I get that kind of anxiety when it comes to meeting somebody for the first time but on such a smaller scale because like if you do comedy and if it's like really to a bunch of strangers people who don't know you it's a bunch of people so it's like that anxiety of meeting somebody but it's like meeting a a big group of people and and it's very uh, 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 magnified um I kind of felt it today I, I went somewhere and I seen somebody who I'd never met before and I just it felt I felt tight I felt like I can't really act myself because I'm not really sure yet on what this person can like tolerate or what they think you know and so I was just kind of like having a conversation it helped that I ha- there was somebody who I knew there Um, to like talk to and then they could just kind of like if they laugh or something at what I say I could gauge like okay they I'm not annoying you know or I'm not fucking scary or whatever and so I guess like with comedy it's kind of like man you really don't like I have anxiety because I feel like the anxiety it could it could come or go at least lately with me with my small experience um, if that first joke hits or not so like if that like the uh, i'm just anxious over that first joke because if the first joke lands then it just i feel like a a boost of confidence of like okay i've got him but if it doesn't land it's like oh shit the pressure's on but it could vary you know um there, there there could be times where um it's weird i don't know i don't know if it has things to do with like diet and things like that i just think about anxiety like i'm doing <laughs> to this might kind of change gears a little bit uh but okay. like ha, are, are you familiar with something called no nut november
1: <laughs> a little bit i've heard of it
0: yeah so like i i participate sometimes i think last year i didn't and right now i did I, i'm doing it and it's like what the six so it's you know it's not that big Sorry. of a deal. <laughs> See, I guess to some people it's like so you know. I think the longest I went, I've never. I'll say this, I've never went the whole month. And um, the longest I went was like I think two years ago. I did, um, I did fit half the month. I did 15 days. And um, sometimes I just think it's like a mental battle. But what was I saying? Oh. Uh, I think I was, like, Googling about, like, the benefits, like, just trying to, like, hype myself up. Like, just do it because I feel like when I get to around day six or day eight, I kind of, like, psych myself out. And I kind of think, man, it ain't doing nothing. Just fucking, you know, have sex or jack off, whatever. Like, just, you're not, you're just, why are you doing this? (laughs) It's just like, why, 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 why? And so I was, like, trying to, like, look up benefits. And one of the benefits was, like, less anxiety and i don't know i don't i'm trying to think oh yeah i haven't done comedy did i do comedy? i i don't think i have oh no i had an open mic earlier but that's have you ever hit four bells in berkeley yeah yeah, yeah I, hit I, I hit that one last <laughs> week and it was my first time going there and um I didn't feel nervous at all, but that's only like what day three and then no- yeah, day three and no, nut November. I remember I mentioned that actually. I was like, it's been hard. And that joke didn't land. Um,
2: and, uh,
0: I don't know. Uh Just talking about anxiety. Uh I think like that's a big part of sometimes why I do it is just to like, get over it. Um And it, and it's weird, like people say things about like, oh man, like I could never do that. It's just like it's weird how people's brains are wired. Like, I'd probably have way more anxiety going skydiving, you know? People do shit like skydiving for fun, and it's just like, why? Like, what's so fun about risking your life like that? You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know.
1: I think, I think for me, I I, I look at it as I respect the savagery because. Like, like you said, people said I couldn't do it. I'm definitely like, yeah, I couldn't do it. But I, like, I I would never say why you were doing it or someone else was doing it. But, like, how you were like, oh, what are the benefits? Like, why am I even doing this for me? It was more of just the discipline and being able to, like, fight your urges and say, nah, I'm committed to actually not giving in to myself and my urges and whatnot. And I'm going to just handle this business. Like, that's, that's what, for me, from the outside looking in, is what I respect about the someone trying to pull something like that off, or doing, like, a, I'm not a religious person, but I know look, there's a bunch of different religions, like, uh, you know, or Muslims gotta go through Ramadan, and like, like, uh... Yep. The Catholics go through that uh, Lent or whatever But they gotta give something up and, you know I'm sure there's a lot of sacrifices And whatnot. Jews so give the up tipping I, I've always respect about It's like the discipline To commit to it And be like Nah I'm fucking Pulling through this Like you said The longest you Was 15 days That's still way longer Than anybody not committing to it You know what I mean? But, yeah uh, You were gonna say Jews did what? They, what did they do? Oh uh,
0: the Jews uh, They gave up tipping you're like bringing up hella religions and shit. Nice. Shit. Um, you know, um, that's something that I feel like is kind of like reverse. Like it kind of turns into, um, okay, I gotta do this. This is a bucket list. Like I gotta, I gotta do stand up. Like that's like kind of the biggest deal. But sometimes it could just turn into like, damn, I gotta do more of this, and you you get you get all up in your head about like maybe if I'm like really good. I'll, I'll, I'll get booked on shows or maybe, you know, you never know how far this can take you. And sometimes I feel like just going to do mainly an open mic. I try to like, if I, if somebody books me for a show, if anybody's listening to this, I try to, I try to be punctual. I think I've only pulled out of one show, um, due to circumstances, but like when it comes to like open mics, which is like hitting the gym or whatever, or just like hanging out networking, um, yeah. It turns into like the urge, the discipline of not going. Cause I, 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 you know, I value my time. I'm a fucking adult. You, you, you mentioned you have a daughter. Um, I don't know. You know, you, you got a wife, you got family and shit. It's like, yeah. you gotta, you gotta put shit to the side to go out and like do what? Like work on these fucking three minutes that you already know down. Like, at the i i'm all for like getting better and all that but sometimes you just kind of have to like ask yourself like well what what am i really gaining out of this you yeah. know and it's just like i don't know maybe i'm a fucking white belt or whatever and i'm just thinking about like the basics and like thinking i'm i'm ahead of myself i'm like in karate class and they're trying to teach you just like a a, a quick one two but i'm like i want to do spinning heel kicks or some shit yeah, I guess. Right, right. so what the mm-hmm. fuck do i know huh
1: let me you know. start with that blue belt over there no you don't, you don't want that yeah
0: are you into the martial arts
1: uh, yeah, I haven't trained for a while, but I definitely grew up, uh, my pops used to train me Kung Fu, um, he passed when I was a teenager, but then, um, I've trained on and off a couple of different disciplines, uh, Jiu-Jitsu and Judo and, but nothing where I've belted other, like, I'm a white belt in everything, pretty much, a bit of, a lot of different stuff, and then, like, I'm into martial arts and, and. yeah combat sports and stuff like
2: that
0: thank you for your service i mean you know (laughs) you gotta think about it fucking khabib's a white belt in jujitsu. sometimes you gotta (laughs) think like i mean for the most part yeah if somebody's a black belt they're probably really good unless it's like a mcdojo kind of situation where they hand out black belts to 12 year olds but it's like even bro like to be real even if there were a couple of like I think there's there's a good handful, like a, a, I think or a, a good percentage, let's say, of like kids who have black belts. I feel like it's still beneficial to them in their life, most likely. I think if you're like, it's kind of like having a fucking eagle. It's like being an eagle scout or some shit, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it probably gives you some kind of life lessons, depending on the school. But I guess it's kind of looked down upon if it, if it's a school of bullshit if i were to run a martial arts school i wouldn't i wouldn't be about the money man i wouldn't i wouldn't have 15 fucking colored belts um depending on like i would uh i don't know man i mean if it makes money sure but i i would really care about like the craft and what i'm instilling in people the community and children and stuff like that and I don't know. It's hard though. You do need money. <laughs> you do need right. money out here in California. So that's, that's it's just per,
1: pretty much the predominant reason why I don't train anymore is the, the memberships be costing two hundred a month.
0: I got yeah. Uh, you know how many guns you can buy with that money. You know, <laughs> fuck off with your fucking chokes, dude. You know.
1: Yep, you know, and uh, it is crazy because uh, you know, back in my day, growing up. That's what martial arts was about—the discipline, just you know—that I can defend myself in that But I, you know, there's always hey, those things uh, like. Real hey, quick. Buddy, I don't, I don't want to.
0: Uh, uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. It's just kind of important. I don't know if like your your hand. I, don't, I just don't want this to happen in the future anymore because I think your hands like covering your mic or something every now and then, so you like completely mute yourself for a little bit sometimes. Oh my bad. It's all good. Um, but yeah, and yeah, mindset. You were talking about that, or just like really the discipline and teaching that.
1: Yeah, that's just a being like, like, like yeah, I don't like, know. like, like you said, like that self confidence of like, I, I don't have to be fearful of where yeah. I'm going.
0: I'll break this board, you know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't no bitch. <laughs> Sometimes you need that, man. Some people don't know their strength, you know, they're too yeah. afraid to hit that board. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hype somebody up with that. You gotta, and that's kind of how it is for like doing comedy. I feel uh, people, people lack that self confidence or whatever anxiety. They they let the you know they don't go through the board. <laughs> they fucking they just they cower away, and then maybe they'll go their whole life thinking about like. There, you never know. There could be somebody out there right now who could have a fucking Netflix special or something, and they're just sitting here. Of uh, letting anxiety get to them from doing a fucking yeah. um fucking show. And so it's like and then and then what you're just going to go your whole life without thinking like what if? You know, it's like yeah. you could fu- you could be you could get over that hurdle right now and be working and trying to, you know, there's a bunch of fucking dorks out there right now that like the problem is they got the confidence, but sometimes it's just like Either they're fucking annoying or they're fucking just not funny or something. They're just wasting everybody's goddamn time. <laughs> and and you're letting these people? How are you going to have fucking anxiety when old, old fucking, I, I don't want to just name a random name and somebody fucking uh, gets her So, so-and-so is doing everything. And you're letting that? You're letting that? You think that's better than you? So I think sometimes it's just. I think Joe Rogan or some shit said it before. It's like you show up to an open mic, you realize like, oh, wow, there's a lot of people that just aren't funny, and it makes you feel more confident that you can do it, you know? Right.
1: Definitely. And, um, and just uh, like, like you said with that anxiety, like, what if, what if. I think that's what held me back the first time. I went and did it, I was like, cool, I did it, but... Yeah, i really want to do this and like that and it, you earlier you mentioned too when you were talking about um comparing comedy to real life and like going to meet someone new and how it felt better if you had someone you knew there yeah like that's how I was too i was like always trying to get somebody that i knew let's it, let's go to this open mic let's go to this open mic and you know people would you know yeah, yeah well, i'm down now. oh yeah I ain't got time flakes we right call them right, flakes you know, and bro and then finally I was just like fuck. it, I'm gonna go to this fucking open mic and and try it out, and then like you said, you see certain people working on material, or the, the jokes ain't set up right, or somebody's new, or they just don't care. I seen one dude just doing dad jokes the whole time, terrible ones too.
0: Like. <laughs> I'm a sucker for those too. Those yeah. like those get me easy.
1: <laughs> like uh, it's just, all right, cool. Let me try it then, and then I started to realize as the more I went out. And got comfortable. I was like, "Oh, this is helping my mental health because I'm just out here talking shit, having fun, and don't really care." And but I'm getting shit off my chest that I ain't got to hold in. And then that now, now it's like, oh, I don't. The uh, not that I don't care if people laugh or not, but I'm more up there just to like. Uh, I recently did one of those. Uh, have you seen uh, Mr. Weed? He puts up those joke uh, workshops that he does. Mr. Hey, who? Hey, well, Mr. Mr. Weed.
0: I think I did see that where he was talking about like the Frankenstein. Like, don't let you, don't Frankenstein your jokes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like the first one that he did a few weeks ago had Tony Sparks and he, and Tony Sparks was like, that was the first time I got to meet Tony Sparks. I've met him a few times since.
0: Man, That's everybody's cool. talking about this Tony Sparks guy. Man, I was just on another podcast and like these people don't really do comedy like that, but they are talking about him. And I think the first comedian I ever, like, first, like, real comedian who I've had on this podcast, like, he mentioned, I think he mentioned him, like, I, and and it just keeps coming up, and I keep, I'm, like, I guess he kind of, like, roasts you, but he, like, roasts you with constructive criticism, and, like, it, that's, everybody kind of has, like, their lesson that they learn from him, and I'm so curious as to what his fucking constructive criticism about me is gonna be. be. Nice.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know that about him. I'm like, hold on, maybe he doesn't
0: like me as much as he says he does. Why did, well, did he real, did, did he say really anything met him about it? Oh. No, no, no. Yeah, he, he didn't.
1: But really maybe speak. you're he perfect. Good job times, so.
0: Maybe you're perfect.
1: No, nobody's perfect. But uh, but to, to to that point in that session that we did, um, it was supposed to be joke workshop, but it it just ended up being like a, a mentor session with him that day, and which I enjoyed better, honestly, because I don't care about like maybe i'll make one joke better who knows but i i got a lot more game from him in that one hour than i ever would hey can you help me write a tag for this joke or whatever
0: right
1: um but he was like he was like he uh i forget how he put it i think he said maybe selfish or something but like basically and i was like that's kind of how i look at it like it's for my mental health not you know if i go to this open mic and bomb i don't care it's for me to you know make sure i end the day on a good note rather than you know i might have had a bad day at work and whatever and i don't know i just felt like that kind of validated it for me but now i'm I'm definitely curious i I i'm like shit maybe maybe you meet me this wednesday we go up there to his open mic and be like roast us nah <laughs>
2: um. but
1: um Yeah, I guess he's got an open mic on Wednesdays at the Ave Bar in Ocean in San Francisco. I've only been the one time that I met him, and then I seen him at the Copper Spoon on Halloween. He hosted and gave me a guest spot that I had no idea. He was like, you're up next. I'm like, I was just here for support. He's like, you don't want to go? I said, no, no, I want to go.
2: That's nice.
0: That's (laughs) nice. Um, So... What are your goals? What, you got a you five-year plan? Or are you just kind of doing it for, like, your mental health, like you said, hobbies yeah, or whatever?
1: Just, just mental health and just, um, you know, I've always been a big fan of humor and, and laughter and comedy in general. And me and my wife were big-time stand-up comedy fans. We always go to a lot of shows and, and whatnot. And then, uh, honestly, it was the pandemic when the pandemic hit and then those Zoom shows started coming out and you just sit at home and just watch like Zoom comedy shows and through that I became friends with a couple comedians it was like it all started because there was one dude I'm an educator he's an educator I was like dude didn't we work at a school before? Oh wow and then uh through that it was just like oh this is how you try to go to an open mic This is it. so it was a couple comedians that was like oh these are the steps you take but I didn't I didn't know shit about none of that And so I just looked at it as, like, I just want to go have fun, meet funny people, have comic friends, and then, uh, and so I I really don't have any goals, and, like, I definitely do not want to become famous, not, let alone, you know, old, but, I mean, obviously, if something like that can't, I'm not going to be like, I don't want to be rich, of course, fucking my money, I'm broke as fuck, you know what I mean? Like I said, I work in education, so I'm not... Not balling over here, but yeah i don't I don't have any goals, but like now that like I've been doing comedy for a while, and you know the difference between when you're on an actual show to when you're at an open mic is like it's like times a thousand more fun to be on a show, so it's like, yeah, I definitely want to get booked more often, but i also got to get a little better, but it's just yeah, I don't really have
0: I think that's a good way to put
1: specific it. goals, I guess.
0: That's good. I think that's um I think not your not having goals but in a in a good way. I think it it shows that you've got like your mental health in check. At least I feel like um I don't know. I don't I don't think it's good for your mental health to put pressure and it's it's rare to get an answer like that from somebody um in this community or who does this kind of art? Anybody in the arts? That seems, you know, you also seem kind of credentialed. I've never seen you, but you're in the scene. Um, and you're, you're, I feel like you're doing it how it's supposed to be, you know? And it's like, if you're good, you're good. You get put up, you get put up. Like, that's what kind of takes politics away from shit. But I guess that's where things get complicated because it's like subjective. And it's, it's um, who's you know who's to judge if somebody's good or not you know it's just at the yeah. end of the day it's really about it's not even about us like as all comics bookers everybody who makes it what it is um it's it's about they have they have a say in it because i feel like you get if you're going to trust what's funny you're going to trust like these people um you should take a recommendation from certain yeah. comics, I believe, like if a comic finds another comic that funny, then they're probably somebody to look look out for. But besides that, it's really all about what the people, just the fucking civilians, like. Um, and if people just didn't have so many fucking goals about, I'm trying to get on Netflix. I'm trying to follow me. Do this, like, yeah. man, the people will fucking come to you when when they want it to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, w- what's the point of like? tooth and clawing your way to the top like do you like doing comedy or whatever your art is like whether whatever it is in life do you like doing something or do you like just like the process do you like when you get somewhere you know what I mean do you not like the process? Um, yeah, I think
1: I that's like liking it versus loving it and having a passion right?
0: Yeah, but I I feel like having a passion can sometimes be somebody's downfall. Maybe I sound like a fucking hater, mm-hmm. but it just No,
1: it's a different perspective.
0: And 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 I'm not I'm not in a position to like I guess I wouldn't be somebody who you'd want to like like. I used to kind of run run a small show like if you're really that desperate cuz uh there's another podcast I listen to, Jared Camacho's podcast and he talks about like People having drama over, like, bro, literally $20 that you're going to get paid for at a bar or some shit. And you're over here, you know, like, people are just, I don't know, man. It's like, I could see it. I feel like I, maybe, because, you know, I've been doing it around just as long as you have. And I feel like maybe early I was a little eager of, like, ooh, I would love to get on this show. Like, I would, and I've seen this guy before. Let me hit him up. But, now it's kind of gone away and i just kind of think to myself like well if you just stick around long enough maybe eventually you'll get asked to some i'd rather get asked to go to something than ask and just kind of like force my way into yeah. something you know
1: yeah i agree i definitely um i'm just like taking the approach of like if somebody wants to put me they'll approach me I haven't really reached out to anyone and was like, hey, can I do your show? Although I'm hearing from comedians that that's kind of sometimes like you don't want to overdo it, but I advocate for yourself. I've done it.
0: I don't want it to seem like I'm saying I'm I'm completely better than it. And I've never done. I've definitely done it. (laughs) And, and, And for me, you know, what I'm struggling with right now
1: is that like a. Couple months ago, my wife got me one of those those tripods so I can record them now, right? Okay. And so I record myself. Usually, I'm just recording it so that I can hear it, listen to where I can try to get better at tags, yada yada yada, and then I get to like uh, screenshot a picture of myself or whatever. But I haven't really gotten that recording that I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I want to send to oh, people. Like,
0: this is my tape.
1: Yeah, and there's there's been like five or six times where i either didn't bring the tripod or like my uh, my phone is like running out of space and so sometimes it'll stop the recording it's the or worst. That, or like that's happened the on copper, my podcast a yeah, couple of times the, the copper spoon on monday on halloween like i didn't know i was going up and i went up and like did really good and i'm like oh that would have been a good clip to have and the first show i ever did i didn't even have or like the first few shows i ever did i didn't even have a recording set up at the time and like did really well, but, like, now the recordings that I do have are, like, at open mics where comedians don't really laugh, and you don't have an audience, and... yeah You know, and so I'm like, I also don't have that clip to where I can be like, hey, can you please book me? It's just clips yeah. of me at open mics with a couple of people going, huh, 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 you
0: know? Right, right. I, uh... So
1: I also feel that, although I do still feel that awkwardness, like, if I did have a clip, I'm like, Ugh, I am I being pushy or being, you know... Like if somebody I, I don't know. I still have this weird, I guess, anxiety of acceptance. Like, well, if they're not reaching out to me, then they're not ready to book me, anyways. But I don't really know if that's the case or not.
0: There's just five hundred other fucking people that are okay. hitting that booker up, and you just like you know, um, and it's just uh, I I don't know if unfortunate's the right word because it's like. I, I mean I've thought of it Or some people are like You know if you If, you, if you're if you complaining about shows or something Or you don't like something go Then go start your own show You know um, I, Yeah I always at least try to get the audio Like what you do Like I'll just use the voice memos Takes up less space It's less <laughs> I do kind of have that in my head a little bit Every time I see a motherfucker with a tripod I always think like oh look who cares Look who's <laughs> uh like, like it takes away i tr- but hold on you're you're kind of muffled, oh sorry, oh there we go, there we go, yeah, like i um what was it uh i I'm just trying to look at it objectively, like even take myself away from it and just try to think to myself like if I'm on a even like a regular show um that I pay tickets for, like it's just maybe it's the wrong way of looking at it now that I'm saying this out loud, but it's like, I just feel like if I were to go to like a showcase, like let's pretend I went to a showcase somewhere at an actual comedy club and I see the comic I'm about to see go do 20 minutes, like (laughs) set his tripod up. It just takes away the essence of like, damn, dude, this guy is so not funny that nobody's putting a tripod up for him. You know what I mean? Like that's how... That's how white belt we are right now. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I see that that point, too. And, like, especially when I first got the tripod, it was, like, that same, like, I don't know. I'm a stoner, so, uh, you know, like, I remember back to, like, when I first used to start getting high and shit and that feeling of, like, oh, no, everybody's watching you. They all know you're high. Like, mm-hmm. pulling out that tripod and, like, oh, people are probably <laughs> looking at me right now. Like, oh, a fucking idiot. Is he heard his jokes. Who wants to record
0: his own? Yeah, like... And uh, you already have already the anxiety of, you mm-hmm. know... Being up there or something, and it's just like you're
1: like judging the shit out of yourself on what every you think everybody else is judging you, and they don't give a fuck. They're going over their notes, they're not looking at you. It's
0: it's like it's like pulling up to school with a lunchbox, and no other kid has a lunchbox, and they're all just looking at you like a fucking dork, a fucking bitch with a lunchbox, dude. (laughs)
1: Dude, that was totally me all Halloween weekend. Like, I hit a mic. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and all three of them were like, "We're having a costume contest," and I was like, "The only fucking idiot dressed." Well, actually, <laughs> Halloween at the Copper Spoon, I guess a few, uh, a bunch of the comedians like threw on their costume, went up, and then like took it off. So I didn't oh. think anybody else was dressed up.
0: What'd you dress too up much, as?
1: But me, I dressed oh, that day. I dressed up as a roster man, and Sunday I was a dragon, <laughs> and Saturday I was Bob Ross. Where
0: do you get all these fucking costumes from?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a big-ass kid, and I love Halloween, so I just had, you know, it's not like I bought costumes. I just had these from over the years.
0: Oh, man. I like like Halloween, but I've always had horrible Halloweens with, like, costumes and shit. Like, (laughs) I was a fucking grasshopper from Bugs Life for, like, six years straight.
1: (laughs) Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never had good costumes, but I've always loved Halloween and just fucking trying to push shit together. Just <laughs> Rasta man. One, uh, the the thing I loved about this one is because I, I mean, I'm I'm I've always been into reggae, so I've always had like Rasta colored clothes and accessories and shit like that. So basically, I just have the the you know those hats that you put on with the dreads. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then what well, my wife, I, I had a mini bat. I have a mini bat that's a giant's mini bat, but it's red. And so my wife like put some kind of uh she like wrapped it in and uh like a paper towel and so it looks like this giant joint that i get to carry with me and, and puff on as the ross man <laughs> so that's, that's one of my favorites just because i get to hold that giant joint and i'm also like i have a little bat with me that nobody knows if they try some of them crack with <laughs> oh, i man. think this joint is just a joint huh try it buddy
0: that reminds me of uh this Bob Marley joke that I had, but I I don't really do it anymore. I did it for a very short period of time. I think I stopped it because once, one, I think it was really offensive. Like it it worked for the most part, but I think it's just offensive. And then two, I think it might, it kind of might be hack, if that makes sense. It kind of just seems like, I don't know. I feel like it's been came up with before. It's just super, super obvious, like low, low hanging fruit So, I fit that's why I kind of stopped it because, like, it's not me, it's just me saying something rude. But I agree with this idea. So, the joke is just basically like, uh, uh, you guys into conspiracy theories? Yeah, my favorite conspiracy theory is, uh, Every Little Thing is Gonna Be All Right by Bob Marley. And, um, it was like, you think Bob Marley, like, you think he said that when he was, like, denying the cancer medicine? Because, isn't that, like, how he died? He fucking, um, um,
1: Conspiracies than that. No,
0: what do you think of that? Does that sound kind of like you've heard it before?
1: No, I don't think I have. I mean, I'm sure that you know there's so many comedians, so many jokes out there. I'm sure somebody said something like that, but I haven't personally heard that. But I mean, I I get the point, and uh, I can see why you're like, "Eh, it's a little bit like not everybody's gonna it's not going to be everybody's flavor if they're a Bob Marley fan or if they, you know, recently had somebody that died from cancer. Or,
0: yeah, it's kind of rude, but I guess it's yeah, just it's one of
1: those, uh,
0: Yeah, it's kind of rude. I don't know. I <laughs> I feel like I've been pretty rude in my life um <laughs> and I'm trying to work on that and I think stand-up comedy is working on that cuz it comes from I'd want to be more funny than I am rude and uh yeah. Uh, I think it helps. I think it helps a little bit. It, I feel like I have more of a sense of like... Because you, you'll get some comics that are like... They want to be dark. They want to they wanna be edgy. And they'll just kind of like... The shit they say is just way more fucked up than it really is funny. And um, I feel like I learned kind of quick before it got too bad. That like, oh, you got to like... Say something fucked up, that's like a risk. And the, the risk better be worth it or whatever. Um. I don't know. Some people I've just not just I'm when I say things like this, I'm not even trying to like single anybody out. It's just a collectiveness of like it could have been a one-time open micer. I seen somebody like they're not even really in the scene or whatever. They're just some guy that went up and I heard some outrageous shit and that was the end of that, but it's still forever burned in my fucking head. <laughs> right. I don't
1: know
0: I'm dead and that's a man it's I guess it's like a community thing I don't know how like re- religious you are or something but I feel hey, like
1: my, my religious. I mean I grew up somewhat religious but I left that a long time ago
0: mm. do you um I don't know I was just talking <laughs> to a buddy of mine he uh He's an AA, he's in like a program, he's just like a, he's, I don't know, he's alright, but I guess he's like, identifies as an alcoholic, and um, i I'd, I'd never been an alcoholic, I've I'd, I'd never been a AA, hopefully I never do, um, and I just feel like maybe something like comedy could be like that in a sense for me, like I feel like I'm missing some kind of community, like church or something. I'm not really a religious person. Um so I feel like doing comedy sometimes is like the closest thing I have to it when it comes to like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to go to church, but it's probably good for you, you know? It's kind of like the same thing with like hitting an open mic. It's like, man, I'm really not in the mood. Like I'd rather sit home and fucking jack off or something. But maybe it's like, oh, this is probably <coughs> beneficial to me or something if I just go out and and most times most times I drive home happy, or like, like oh, that was good for me. Nice. So, and then, there and I've, I don't, there's only really been one night where I was like, man, what the fuck am I doing? is And that's when I got fucking bipped in Oakland, somebody smashed my window, and I, I was like, really like, I don't think I'm gonna do this no more. This is like, but besides that, even if I bomb or something, I still come Back. like it's nice to just kind of see other comics and even if those other comics that i know are funny if they bomb too that makes me feel better like it's just a night <laughs> it's just a night of just you know it's not well maybe i guess it still kind of is us but it's like hey we all suck together so this shit ain't easy and I'll, I'll still come home with like a positive attitude i don't know
1: yeah i like that you did You made the analogy of like a a religious or or a a community of like the AA and like this is our community and it it was crazy because those first few months of me going, in my experience was I was walking in and everybody knew each other and I was like that awkward dude in the corner not talking to nobody and like I'm not really an outgoing personality where like I just can walk up and introduce myself to people out of nowhere just you know just randomly and then plus I, I have I have vision problems too and you know open mics they're always in this dark ass bar and I my eyes don't see very good in the dark so then I also has this anxiety of like oh this person looks familiar but I don't remember their name did I meet him <laughs> before like, you know what I mean and and especially I have this weird, you know, I got like the stage name, Brain Damage. And then people remember me more than I remember them. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's really awkward. I'm an asshole. I don't even remember this person. There's been people I've met at Open Mics. And I'm like, hi, I'm Brain. And they're like, yeah, I've met you like three times already. And I'm like, fuck,
0: my bad, you know? Oh, shit, yeah. yeah, you're but probably going to meet me. i be like, months. bro, we did a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
1: After all these months, you start getting to know people. And now when you get there, they like, hey, it is a community You're like, I get what you're saying, because there are times where I'm like, fuck, I really don't want to go. I want to just stay home. I'm already parked. I'm already parked. I better go. And then, like you said, at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm glad I went. Kind of uh, like the gym. Like, you know, yeah, right, like, ah, fuck, I want to go. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I did.
0: Um, So I think I think kind of like what we started off with, something like, um, like a bucket list. You know? I feel like, oh, every I think it's normal to want to do stand-up and just kind of have that idea in your head to do it once. I think there's, that's completely normal. But I think a big percentage of the time after you do it that one time and you're doing it a lot of times, it could be like, maybe that's brain damage. Maybe that's a mental illness. And like, I I just kind of see it like, yeah, dude, because you once the fucking curtain gets pulled back and everything's unveiled and you kind of see the the inner workings of everything you kind of realize how ridiculous this shit is in a way like making it or whatever if you have goals just seems even like I feel like it just opens your eyes like I'll just never look at something like that like stand up comedy the same ever again uh, after like just being exposed to a community a little bit and it's like man, there's not, there, I mean, there's, there's gotta be nobody normal here, you know what I mean, like, everybody's, there's gotta be, and that's with things like AA, that's things in church, that's everything, I don't want it, I don't want people to feel offended, uh, like, I'm just talking specifically about the comedy community, but there is, like, something kind of in common, mentally, at least, to make people, you know, be known around other comments, like, oh, this is that guy, you know this is this is brain damage I wanted to ask what's up with the name is that a bit like I, I, man yeah I'll never forget that
1: yeah so in the 90s uh, I was a tagger we used to do graffiti uh, me and my nephew we used to watch this cartoon called Pinky in the Brain. My nephew was taller lanky I was a short chubby dude I was a little bit more shiny smart he was a little goofy. And um, so that was her nickname, Pinky in the Brain, Till we got a little older and one day. It's like, y'all can't be calling me Pinky in front of these hoes, boy.
2: <laughs> and then so I was just a brain. And then uh, so that's always been my nickname
1: since I was like, since like 93, 94, something like that. I don't know, maybe a little later. I don't remember exactly. But um, so I just always kind of went with brain. I don't really like my government name as, as much. And then uh and I was doing a podcast with a bunch of my homies about MMA a few years ago. We called it Tage Against the Machine. And uh, you know, I was I'm known as Brain and I'm sitting here with four dudes with masters degrees and fucking these guys are intelligent human beings, right? And I'm the I'm named the name of brain, right? So I'm sure. like, yo, like I I have to add damage. I'm gonna be brain damaged, fuck this and then I uh, I did fuck up my, my head a little bit as a kid. I used to fucking headbutt a brick wall and so
0: holy shit and it's
1: like it just all works and you know so i'm just like all right let's just go with that. fuck it mm. and uh I've, I've had a couple comedians tell me you should just go with your real name and i'm just <laughs> like nah fuck my real name i don't like it like i love my mom and dad but you know they they, they didn't know what we know now and um uh, because my real name is christopher i was born on columbus day and we're part italian so you know uh, one of my pops' best friends was also a Christopher, so I, I never really liked my name. I just didn't. Uh, I like both of my middle names better than my regular name, but I just, I don't like going with it. So then I was just like, fuck it, let me just uh, go with that. And then once I started doing comedy, I was like, oh, that name fucking works. And honestly, when I first did it, I, I used it as, because since I was a tagger, I spelled brain wrong, obviously B-R-A-N-E. Mm. and then uh when i spelled damage i would put damn and then dash edge mm. and it just was called like people huh. would not get it and they'd be like brain, brain damn, damn edge, edge. and i'm just okay. like uh, all right look at just
0: fucking shortage of damage and then it was called day yeah i think i have brain damage too uh <laughs> I, uh,
1: I'm pretty sure a lot of fucking people do, especially yeah. with now that we're realizing all these fucking toxic shit they feed us and all this, yeah.
0: And I still eat it. I still eat it. I have, I'm i about to have Pop-Tarts tomorrow morning. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, I do not blame you. I mean, I haven't had a Pop-Tart in quite some time, but... Missing out. I, after dinner
1: tonight, I did have two pieces of Halloween candy from... Yeah, let me get that little Reese's Pieces in the twist right there. <laughs> Peanut butter cup. That's why when you said, Let me go make peanut butter sandwich, I was like, i mm-hmm, I'm on it. <laughs> mine was chocolate instead of bread.
0: When I when I was a kid I would uh always had it in my head, if I were to go to jail and had a life sentence, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'd kill myself for sure. And I was like my method of killing myself would be just like running into the wall like as hard as I could, like with my head first and Dang you. I just thought I mean, maybe if you commit hard enough, like commit as hard, like break through the board, you could really headbang really hard, and I just think most likely you just knock yourself out or something, but um, uh-huh. as I got older, I kind of realized, no, I don't think you'd be able to do that, um, and so I always just thought, like
1: really at an awkward angle and cracked your neck somehow or something, yeah. I don't think just blunt well, force trauma is going to do it.
0: Have you ever? Have you ever been to jail?
1: Uh no, just the drunk tanks. Oh, okay. Just the drunk tanks. I got arrested a few times when I was that's a kid, st- that's but
0: still no, an experience. actual. I, yeah, I feel like if I were to go to it. jail, if I were to like have a life sentence, I would I would kill myself through fighting. I would just fucking like. I mean i'd have to be in a rage i'd have to be like i'm ready to die but like where i'm at mentally right now i think i'd live out the life sentence if as long as i was still able to do my podcast probably um you never know man we might it might it might pick up yeah and it, it might pick up might save up enough money to bail myself out or something who knows but um yeah but let's let's just say i don't know something horrible happened or something switched in my brain and I, I was just like, I want to fucking die. I'd probably fight to death. I'd probably just, I'd probably pick fights. I'd probably just look for someone to fucking kill me, dude. I don't know. Yeah, but,
1: but, 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 but like, that's still, like, you would have to like, really get into beef with somebody because fights are just going to, all right, let's fight and then, you know. they probably
0: put me in solitary confinement, really. I'd probably get right. in one and fight, you
1: fuck yourself up.
0: Especially if I started it, I'd probably just, I'd start doing stand-up i start doing stand-up, people get offended. I'd be like, the Jew stop tipping, and some fucking guy get all pissed off. And then I'd just just knuckle up and just hope, I'd just, it would be, I'd be entertainment. I'd just know that. If people saw me, they'd be like, bro, that's Mark, that's Suicide Logs. That guy, he bought he bought you God, watch out for Suicide Logs. He'll fight anybody if they kill him. <laughs> I got a
2: Suicide Log for you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. I'm going I'm to like, come up to people, like people that are like way bigger than me, and just be like, hey, man, give me a fucking – give me a commissary. Give me a lunch. I don't fucking know. I just had DJ No Chill on my podcast. I think he was my last guest, and he was telling me about how he was in jail and how he learned um, to sleep with his shoes on because you never know if somebody's going to try and – like jump you at night while you're sleeping or something you gotta keep the shoes on so you're not slipping and sliding while you're throwing them hands what? yeah Damn. and like the way he he like said it he's like and ever since that night i never i never slept without my shoes on and then he just continued talking and i was like hold on brother what is sleeping with your i like sleeping with your shoes <laughs> on and he was describing yeah, yeah and he explained it to me and i had a i don't know if you know who big al is big al hit me i'm talking about yeah sleep with your shoes on <laughs>
1: I was like Nice
0: um, uh, Sleep with your shoes on And then uh, 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 Fuck my brain damage Kicking in I don't know I, forgot. <laughs> I was gonna say something About sleeping with your shoes on uh,
1: That he was uh, Explaining to you That he was like Oh yeah he,
0: he was telling me about Jail and shit And I was just like Man this shit Sound kind of fun But then I was like Hold on I don't even know About sleeping with your shoes on Let me not get ahead of myself I'm over here. I'm over here talking about what are you doing hitting open mics?
2: <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> uh, you you are the
1: first person in my lifetime that I've ever heard say jail sounds like fun. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: uh yeah. Sometimes I think about it. I just think about how in shape I'd get. Um, I probably read books like books with actual words in them too. Like I probably, I don't know. I probably be a better person. I don't know. I'd be grateful As long as I got out You know Like if I did like Three to five years Just get out Fucking I'm like I'm taller You know what I mean It's just I don't know Think about that See I I feel like Sometimes people need that In their life We're just We're all so spoiled You know People's all look. I mean I guess you're still Looking at your phone in jail But Everybody I don't know I feel like You know how they In like certain countries Like South Korea They got like they got like mandatory military time that people got to do. They got they. Yeah, I've, yeah,
1: four years when uh We I need. I, Korean zombie had to go do his time. Yes,
0: sir. Take that man, what a of his career. what a horrible retirement he had against Max Holloway, eh? Yeah, man. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Max
1: is my favorite fighter, but I love Zombie. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> that one and uh, the Yair, that last
0: second. Elbow. Oh man, he was I'm winning that fight I'm too, gonna, bro. Uh, he was winning that fight too. I don't Korean Zombie to me. I've actually, I wouldn't say I I I like him. I don't dislike him, but he was never really that special to me. He just seemed really good at basics. Um, of course, he's got that twister and all that shit. But like, man, the boxing, like when he was beating Yair, I was really surprised. Like I was like, damn, Korean Zombie's back. I guess he's a real deal. But then that elbow. It's weird how like. MMA works. I was actually talking to my buddy about like like the path your career can go over little things like he's saying John Fitch is one of the dark horses that never got to shine. He fucking um he had a great record but he just kept getting injured and then I guess um some lackluster fights and stuff, but man, I believe it cuz I I remember John Fitch was hella good in UFC Undisputed 3, the fucking video game. I could never beat John Fitch. He was such a bitch to fight, and it's kind of like true in real life. I'd miss that game, dude. Fuck EA Sports. They're ruining it. How's it 2023 but a game that came out in 2012 better, you know? I don't know if you're into the games, but fuck.
1: Uh, I, I do love games, but I, I pretty, yeah, I haven't played those UFCs in quite some years because I just don't
2: like EA's mechanics, like, the boxing I haven't been mad in any years because, I mean, maybe against my
1: son here and there, but, like, yeah, I haven't bought a man for myself, and I just love that shit, but just, uh, I don't know, I feel like realism fucked video games up, they're like, oh, everything needs to be realism, realism, I'm playing video games today. I'm an arcade-style player, I want to them. anyways yeah i agree them ufc games from Shit.
0: oh we went off and, the uh, boat yeah i gotta have you on one day like we gotta do some kind of fight companion thing or just talk about okay. mma because yeah now we're getting kind of towards we're at like 56 minutes so we could wrap it up in a <laughs> bit but like yeah i'll keep that in note in mind that another mma guy that's cool it's cool yeah, that you yeah, did another definitely. mma show um,
1: I, I told my buddy when, when he first told me, yeah, get your coward ass out there and hit some open mics. And, and he was telling me about having goals and all that shit. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't really want to become a real, real comedian just because I'm not trying to get booked on Saturdays because I want not watch the fights. But now that I'm like in the comedy <laughs> game, I'm yeah, I don't think I if It's a good didn't... show. I'm not going to turn down somebody booking me on a Saturday depending on the fight. But like, yeah, I don't really... Go to the open mics unless they're like some, you know, some weeks when they're in Abu Dhabi and the shit starts at eleven or something. And it's like, yeah, but there's not really open mics on Saturdays, anyways.
0: That actually happened to me. I I um I did a show on a Saturday and um the whole time I was there, like right after I got off my set, I was just staring at my phone watching the fights <laughs> and like I feel like. Felt like the comics might have thought it was rude. Maybe, like, I don't, I mean, we're still cool. They don't think too much. I think it was, Jared was one of them. I'm cool with Jared, so I could mention him. But I remember, like, when I got home, he texted me. And he was like, how were the fights? (laughs) Like, I was just like, yeah, I'm home, bro. And he was like, how were the fights? And I just remember I got off and I said, but that's kind of what helped me not care about the show. Because I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing, I know my jokes. Like, I know my, like, whatever you could say i'm not taking it serious but it's like i i I feel confident in certain material to just like run through it i guess and and then i I had no anxiety at all because i was like bro i'm trying to see uh who was fighting that night it was alexa grasso versus uh rematch uh valentina yeah 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 and then i think i was like watching the co-main and then another comic was just like are you you watching the fights? (laughs) I was like, can I see? (laughs) (laughs) So we're all just sitting here staring at my phone instead of people doing comedy. Nice.
1: Um, Was it, was it, just go to like one of those sites or you got the ESPN Plus on there?
0: Well, if anybody, if the FBI's listening, I, yeah, I pay. I bought the, I bought the pay-per-view. I, uh, I'm in crippling debt. I I thought
1: that was a fight night my bad.
0: Yeah, it was pay-per-view. I bought, actually or maybe no it was actually a fight night i i i have hulu i have that's the package that i got i've got a i pay for espn plus but some i always think about canceling it cuz a lot of the time sometimes uh i can't watch the fights cuz they're they're playing at a certain time and i i got work and shit so i'm i'm definitely overpaying but whatever yeah, yeah. I, up to 10 a month a few
1: months back but I kind of regretted I'm like I should have fucking kept that shit cause there's some times where that's my only option and I'm like fuck and then I gotta try to fucking
0: so um what did we learn today I want to bring it back uh, to yeah the, the like how Korean zombie had mandatory military time I feel like this country needs mandatory jail time or, like, man, like, <laughs> or, or or some kind of job. Get a fucking, I don't care how rich you are, you need to fucking work for, like, yeah. two years, you know? And it could be fucking anywhere. But I feel like the way how society's set up, it's like, dude, you you have to, regardless. Like, I mean, I guess if you're rich or something, sure. But that's the 1%. There's not too many of those, really. If you're really, like, breaking it down, there's not too, too many. Overall majority of people, I feel like, need to do something. And, um, so there's that. And then, um, I was going to say something else. Oh, and I also think schools, you say you, you work in schools or something. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, they need like a mandatory kind of, I don't know if public speaking is the one. Um, but some, it's just kind of unfortunate how some people kind of live their life. Uh, I mean, I'm not perfect. There's things that I'm afraid of. I I got into it with my girl not too long ago because I couldn't climb all the way up a ladder, and she was all like, "How can you like how you how can you like do comedy or something like that and not be?" I'm like, "Bitch, I'm I'm afraid of heights." Okay, I am. That's it. I don't know how to. This some people are afraid of getting up in crowds, not me. Some people are afraid of heights. I am. That's what, like, hence why I brought up skydiving earlier. Who the the fuck is dumbass fucking? If I were to ever fucking die, dude. I, if I were to ever die skydiving, I want my tombstone to say, I told you so. Because I know for fucking sure I'm not going skydiving because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's have fun. I'm doing it because somebody called me a pussy into doing it.
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, oh, that is hilarious. Shit. I, I, I feel you on that because I'm also scared of heights. And that's, that's how I got coasted. Like, thankfully, my cousins teased me enough. But, like, I remember going to Great America and they were like... Are you getting on this roller coaster? But I said it was the Top Gun. That's how old that was. And I was like, "Fuck nah. And they were, probably, like, oh, you know, we're, we're from Hawaii." So the guy asked, oh, you
2: get panties,
1: <laughs> my little girl." I was like, "Fuck you!" I'm getting on. And I was like, "Fuck no!" Nah, roller coasters, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing no skydiving. I'm. I'm with you on that scared height. I always tell my wife that's how I believe in reincarnation. I'm like, there's no fucking way I didn't die falling off of a cliff or a building or something cause, and uh, claustrophobia. I must have fucking got crumbled in a, in a in a mountain or something, in a cave or something, because I'm like, there's, there's no fucking way that I'm this terrified of those two things for no apparent reason at all. I had to have died in a past life that way. That's just what I believe, anyway.
0: Isn't things like arachnophobia and being scared of like snakes and shit kind of the um uh, it's like from your ancestry or something like people in your past yeah. might have died from like a spider bite and that's why you're so afraid of them um I, I went to uh I went to PetSmart yesterday and I was looking at the snakes and like I just I, my whole life I've never really been afraid of snakes and so I always think like maybe nobody in my in my lineage has died of snakes <laughs> or something but like <laughs> I don't know. Those, are, I feel, uh, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Like, I, I get it that you wouldn't want one biting you or something, but yeah. for some reason, like, bro, cobras aren't even in California. If a cobra were, to I'm in my garage right now. If a cobra were to fucking run through my garage right now, I'd be more like, who the fuck let a cobra in here? Like, I wouldn't. I don't right. think I'd be afraid. It's I'd be, big. I'd be fascinated. I, I, I don't know, but. Yeah. I mean, I know rattlesnakes and shit. They just don't like some people pl- like vision, like just looking at things they pl- it's not pleasant to the eyes. Like some people have that phobia of like um honeycombs, like bee combs. They hate that pattern. Uh it's like a yeah, a lot of my my girl has that. There's a lot of people what? who Yeah, like if um Yeah, honeycombs, it it's it, it, true. I'm going to look it up. Uh, Fear of honeycomb, let me see here, Uh, uh, fear of honeycomb, it's a real thing. Yeah, tripophobia is an aversion or repulsion to objects like honeycombs and sponges that have repetitive patterns or clusters of, uh, of small holes. And uh, yeah, I wonder where people get that. Maybe somebody had a fucking yeah, like, that's bananas. Yeah, maybe somebody had a fucking beehive fall on their head in the past like what co- let's see what causes what causes this? Uh, we're over here just learning things on the podcast i'm po- <laughs> this is, this does, this is how my show does go sometimes. I just about that but uh nice. you did i did i did think about wrapping it up a little bit, but I remember you were saying uh you kind of had all all time, so I'm just taking advantage of you. And
1: just, Yeah, uh, I, I don't care. I'm just sitting at the house doing nothing.
0: What causes tri-po-phobia? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's like some kind of skin shit that, um, that people get, and it's like, imagine having them. People are repulsed by you. Oh, they don't know why some people have it. One theory is that the brain associates clusters of holes with danger. For example... You may associate a small pattern of holes with the skin of a venomous snake or the eyes of a tarantula. Oh, yeah, eyes of a tarantula is pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: that's crazy. And I, I guess the mind is, the brain is just like so much, so many differences and people, some people are going to have some weird shit and other people are going to be like, that's completely normal to me. Yeah. But I have this other weird shit
2: yeah
0: some some people are afraid of hitting a fucking open mic yet they're the funniest fucker on the planet um yeah I gotta but like what you were saying earlier about like how you want a friend to go out to do shows and stuff um yeah. I have a friend in my personal life who i like he's the only person who I extended the invite to. I was like bro you gotta try stand up like you're 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 literally one of my funniest friends and um it's been like a year and a half and he just like, I stopped asking him and I already like announced like, yeah, I'm not going to invite him over. It's on him. And he was just so like, I don't know. I was gassing him up to him. was like, bro, I think you're funny. Like you could do it. And he's just like, I don't know, man, I'm just being a bitch. I'm so nervous or whatever. I'm like, bro, like it's all right to bomb. Like it's just like it's a normal thing. It's like, come on, dude. Who, we're talking about me. Am I really gonna bomb? I'm like, then what the fuck are you. Afraid of then if you're over here saying you ain't gonna bomb then. Like <laughs> people right. talk the fucking talk, but they won't walk the fucking walk, bro. Like, <laughs>
1: I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 crazy how certain people will just they have it, but then nah, they don't. They yeah. don't want to try. And then there's others that, like you said, they got the, all the confidence in the world. And then they're going to go up there and <laughs> mumble a couple of things. Like, what the fuck are they talking? <laughs> I remember seeing one one person at an open mic and they just like say stuff. And I'm like, is that supposed to be a punchline? Are you just doing a TED talk? TED like, talk. <laughs> but then, I, like, especially when I was new, I didn't understand. I'm like, and then you, I, I'd see certain people and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's. I'd see them at the open mic and be like, why am I seeing this person on posters all the time? And then, and then you see them at a show and you're like, oh, they're trying some new shit at the open mic. Like, I didn't understand all that when I first got started, you know?
0: Yeah, I was
1: like, oh, shit. And I'm still new to where, like, I don't know. Just, like, I'm still trying to learn all the protocols and all the different
0: like you said, there's all the politics. Like I don't, I don't really care about the politics behind it. But you kind of gotta learn the ropes if you're gonna try to figure out how to navigate it. I just want to have fun, you know. Like you said, yeah. you know, being on a real show is fun. But I think I'm kind of at a surrendering point. Like, look, those people who really want to tooth and claw their way to the top want to do it. You know what? At, at that, so be it. Like, I'll try and have fun at the open mic. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. But. Yeah.
1: Um, it's like a show's more fun because you have, like you said, civilians there and they're more inclined to the laugh at shit yeah. and, and have a good time than other comedians that just kind of want to work their material.
0: I got something out of this. I got the. I, th- I wrote that whole skydiving rant down that I just came up nice. with because uh, I thought. I, I think that's kind of funny. And uh, you kind of gave me yeah. the approval. I just came up with that. But it's like. It's really how I fucking feel, dude. I'm not. Fuck skydiving, dude. That shit is so dumb. I don't know. Right. I, just, I just really gotta. I gotta work on that and really nail how much I fucking hate that shit. But hey, it was nice meeting you, man. I appreciate you coming on, and you did so well that uh, I. I don't pay people for coming on the podcast, but I do extend an invite for them to come again. Right. 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 Yeah, I'm down to talk MMA and stuff. And um,
1: definitely, so. I'm interested, and I appreciate you having me. It was pretty
0: fun. Yes, sir. I hope to meet you at a show one time. Uh, yeah, definitely. Or maybe open mic. Uh, but, yeah, Mr. Brain Damage, is is nice talking to you. And uh, I wish you luck in your life. And uh, I'll keep in touch, man. Thanks again for uh, – this shit almost didn't happen because uh, I, I got a tattoo today. I just got done. And I nice. checked my messages uh, not too long before I left. And I'm not gonna lie, I'll be honest, I'm not gonna be fake. I completely fucking forgot about this. <laughs> completely I'm forgot good. and I, I and I was like, oh shit, but I'm, I'm glad we made it happen man and uh i' I'm, I'm glad you i I like your mindset for those of you listening or whatever. I think Mr. Brain Damage has a good uh example role role model of the mentality that you need to have for good mental health you you got you feel like you got good mental health right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely my mental health has improved over the, the last few years and, and it's 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 definitely on its way.
0: That's what uh, we learn. A time. lot of these comics admit to having mental health problems. There it is. The the goal is to fucking just be there as a hobby and not not trip. No goals at all. Just have fun and your mental health what do you want? You wanna be at the top or do you wanna have good mental health? You could be both. You could be right. both. <laughs> so all right, man. You have a good well, uh, night. Oh yeah. Quick, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What,
1: what did you get? What what tattoo did you get? Like what,
0: uh... I got uh the I got the world famous <coughs> Philippine eagle, and uh, ironically, nice. it is um it's got in its claws a snake. <coughs> oh, <thank you. coughs> yeah, yeah, It's um, um I'm, Filipino, I'm Filipino, but I'm also what American, else? so uh, why not get a Philippine eagle? And I don't give a shit about snakes, so why not put the snake underneath it? So, I don't know. <laughs> why not?
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, my nephews are tattoo artists. And, uh, similar like you were saying about your homie, I've been trying to get them to come to the open mic. I keep saying, yeah, we're all going to go to the open mic. One night we even did like a uh, we every few months, me and my nephews, we do Zoom battles where we get on. and Like we have categories of different music that we got to play. And, oh, wow. and like those old verses. And then one night I, I I got them drunk enough where I was like, You guys are doing a three minute set each, and they were all three fucking hilarious. And I'm like, You guys, guys oh, wow. gotta come with me and they keep saying <laughs> So maybe one day your boy and my nephews we're gonna drive them out by their fucking ears like we're grandma or something.
0: Nah, I gave up. He gotta come out himself. I ain't no bitch. I'm not gonna keep asking nobody. No <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's disrespectful for me. Like I I I'm not gonna just keep asking nobody, who am I? <laughs> Uh, Alright then man. That, right on, man. It's nice meeting you. you
1: have a good time. Definitely let's uh do do some stuff on MMA at some point.
0: Yes, sir. Hit me up, man. I got you on Messenger. Alright. Alright, good night, man.
1: Sure. <clears throat>
0: Take care. Alright, we're out of here. Good night. See you later.